Since 2017, the Italian Wine Podcast has exploded, recently hitting 6 million listens. Support us by buying a copy of Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0 or making a small donation. In return, we'll give you the chance to nominate a guest and even win lunch with Stevie Kim and Professor Attilio Scienza. Find out more at italianwinepodcast.com. Chin chin. Welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. I'm Cynthia Chaplin, and this is Voices. Every Wednesday, I will be sharing conversations with international wine industry professionals, discussing issues in diversity, equity, and inclusion through their personal experiences working in the field of wine. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate our show wherever you get your pods. Hello, and welcome to Voices. This is Cynthia Chaplin, and today I'm delighted to welcome Adele Abu Hasaldova. She's from the Cantina Amadei, who were the winners of the Best Vino Frizzante in this year's five-star wine selection held in April. Welcome to the show, Adele. Thank you so much for coming. It's great to have you with us. I know Cantina Amadei is in Emilia-Romagna, and you all started making wine in 1962. You're a member of the family. You're married to Federico Amadei, so I'm sure you know some of the history of the Cantina. So, Fill us in a little bit about the cantina and what you're doing there. Okay. Yes, uh, Cantina Amadei so was established in early 60s by two brothers, Rinaco and Franca. And uh, so then in 1973, is uh, the new, new winery was built with Albero Nuovo. In first 80s, the Marioted method uh, permitted the vinification and producing sparkling wines. Then, going towards 1992, Casa Campanini, so the, the current uh, vineyard, uh, was built, uh, was uh, bought. And there we have all uh, our vineyard. And last uh, two, uh, 2012, is uh, a farmhouse, Alvinieto, uh, was built as an integrated, um, like the amplified, the older production. Wonderful. So everything is now all uh, all put together just the way you wanted it. Yes, it was a long process, but slowly it was uh, like a building, step by step. Absolutely. And... It was a worthy effort because, as I said, you won Best Vino Frizzante this year. The wine that won the trophy is your Emilia EGT Lambrusco Primo Fiore. And it's a really interesting, unusual blend of Lambrusco Maestri, Lambrusco Salamino and Ancelotta. I think most people tend to think of Lambrusco as being either the dark purple Lambrusco Grasparosa or the lovely bright pink Lambrusco Sorbara. So... Fill us in on the choice of these grapes for Primo Fiore and the character of the wine that comes out. of The production was built step by step, so the choosing how to produce is is a long process. And so finally, we um, we got the the result we wanted to obtain. So when we drink this wine, when we pour it out of the bottle, unfortunately, I don't have a bottle to pour, so that's very sad. <laughs> But when we pour it out of the bottle into our glass, what do we find? Because it's quite different from Grasparosa or Sorbara. What do we see? What color is it? What does it smell like? How does it taste? Okay, yeah, so we can see um, very intense red and uh, bright and tense. And the taste is like flowers. And uh, you can also um, perceive um, berries. Fantastic. And let's talk a little bit about the tannin, because Lambrusco always has a bit of tannin. 
What's the tannin structure in this one? This is smooth, tiny. Great. Well, it's it sounds like a lovely wine. I'm going to have to get my hands on it to try. I'm a big fan of Lambrusco. So this is a new one for me. I was here when you won the trophy, but uh, I didn't ever get to taste that wine. So I'm going to make a make a special effort to do it. But I know that sustainability is very important to you. And Cantina Amadei started Progetto Zero in 2019. Can you tell us a little bit about the project? Um, the project is was uh, even producing a wine without added sulfides. Fantastic. How okay. does that help with the sustainability? We produce only organic grapes, so this use only only organic production. And from the beginning, we have always thought about the importance of reducing the environmental impact for future generation. So during that, we always had um, our philosophy from the beginning, even in the 60s, early 60s, is reusing bottles. So we always try to, to be eco-friendly. Well, that's such an important thing, you, this empty returnables. It's one of these things that makes Cantina Amadei really special because most wineries gave up this empty returnable um, yes. idea a long time ago. But you've always had that sort of circular economy of production. And I, I think if I understand correctly, you even go so far as to collect the empty bottles that were purchased from the cantina or delivered to somebody's house. How does that work out? We deliver uh, wines, bottles, and then uh, go back and, and collect them. And then they are rewashing them, sanified all the bottles, and and then reusing them again. That's fantastic. As you said, so eco-friendly and so sustainable. And I think you're helping the process to happen because, as I understand, you charge a deposit for the bottles. And then when the bottles come back, you give the deposit back. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, yes, is correct. It's such a good idea. People will get back, you know, a few euros if they bring back six yeah. bottles. Which is amazing. I remember as a child, we had this in the United States, and we used to go around and pick up cans and bottles so that we could take them back and get the money. So it helped on trash as well. It kept the environment much better. So I'm so excited that you're doing this. And we have also started um, the new project we are trying to, to develop, is even collecting uh, corks for bottles in order to give them to another company who's producing renewable materials for isolation. Oh, that's incredible. Oh, that's fantastic. So reusing them, I guess they will break them up and reuse them and turn them into insulation. That's incredible. Fantastic. So you use uh, solar uh, solar panels. So it's quite try to produce renewable and in, in infinite energy source that creates, I guess, no harm, um, harmful greenhouse gas emissions. And so it's quite friendly as well. Exactly. And it doesn't use natural resources. Um, and I imagine that if you make enough solar power, you can even sell it back to the to the power companies, which is always a good thing. Yes, of course. <laughs> We're in the middle of a terrible heat wave at the moment, as I'm sure you know, it's it's 37 degrees in Verona today. So hard to imagine. But all of this sunshine being used on your solar panels is is at least doing something good so that's that's a plus for our hot sunny day are you enjoying this podcast 
Don't forget to visit our YouTube channel, Mama Jumbo Shrimp, for fascinating videos covering Stevie Kim and her travels across Italy and beyond, meeting winemakers, eating local foods, and taking in the scenery. Now, back to the show. Before I let you go, I want to ask you what you think about the future of Lambrusco. Um, I, as I said, I'm a huge fan of Lambrusco, but a lot of people, especially outside of Italy, have a bad impression of Lambrusco. They, they don't think there's any good quality. And I'm wondering, how can we get that impression to change? Your, your wine just won a big trophy. I think there's a lot of very good Lambrusco out there. How can we market excellent, high-quality Lambrusco and wave the flag for these delicious wines that are so easy to pair? What's your strategy? So sure, the Lambrusco, yes, um, it's quite, um, I, I guess it's quite a young, young uh, wine, so it's just going to grow and become more strong and more popular outside, uh, even our zone of Emilia Romagna or um, even even a bit of Mantova zone. So it's uh, it's going to be, I guess, in my opinion, is a wine that is perfect. It's uh, it's it's easy to to drink to 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 pairing with food, and it's very fresh, uh, young. Um, it's not heavy as a, as as we're talking about alcohol grapes, and I guess that it's also frizzante is like a mode uh, to to say frizzante come gli emiliani, so it's quite uh, so it's uh, sparkling like Emilian people. Exactly, I think that's really true. That's a good way to put it. Sparkling like the Emilia people. That's really nice. Uh, well, I want to thank you for your time and thank you so much for coming on. We're we're extending our big congratulations to Cantina Amadei for your award-winning Lambrusco, and we wish you lots of good luck in the future. Thank you very much. Ciao, ciao, ciao. Ciao. Thank you for listening, and remember to tune in next Wednesday when I'll be chatting with another fascinating guest. Italian Wine Podcast is among the leading wine podcasts in the world and the only one with a daily show. Tune in every day and discover all our different shows. You can find us at italianwinepodcast.com, SoundCloud, Spotify, Himalaya, or wherever you get your pods.